I'm sorry I screamed. Welcome to another episode of the By Felipe podcast. I'm Alexandra Tweeten, and I'm here with my co-host, Allison Stevenson. What's up, Allison? Oh, hey. What's up? Oh, man. There's a lot up. There's a lot there going is. on right There's now. A lot. More like down, Yeah, actually, is the better way yeah. to put it. Uh, things are going down, down the drain. Downhill. I mean... In general, in society. Culturally, uh, <laughs> I mean, this country's going to shit. What's the saying? A hell in a handbasket or something? Yeah. That, there thing, seems right? to be like a portal that's opened up to like, I don't know, before human rights. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, if you guys uh, don't know what we're talking about. We're living in this. We're living in a hellhole. Um, uh, uh, we're we're talking about this pretty much on the heel of the most frustratingly uh, time-consuming news right now. Uh, awful news of uh, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yes. Uh, uh, we just got the... Well, when we're recording this, we just... Got the news last night. Yeah. Uh, While I was at a comedy show, like, all the stuff was happening. And I'm just like, I, 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 I don't know what to, like, just so many feelings, you know, like, uh, and now it's the next day. And it's still, like, now it's, like, completely what everybody is talking about and what we're all kind of focused on right now. Yeah. Well... The first thing to say is that it's a draft that was leaked. And I've heard a lot of people be like, oh, it was some liberal person, clerk person at the Supreme Court. But then I've seen other people be like, no, it was probably a conservative clerk that like wanted to get it out there or something. Mm. Um, I don't know. I've seen both sides. Not really sure what the whoever leaked it. I don't know what their... What was behind it? Yeah, what would the incentive be for a conservative person to leak that? Well, to cause the, mayhem. The argument, yeah, I mean, the argument I've seen has just been that like conservatives are more like <laughs> they've been like more like breaking rules and stuff, like the thing with Ginny Thomas and. Um, and, uh, you know, her being, like, in a cult and then uh, <laughs> with the the supporting the January 6th insurrection and her mm -hmm. husband is on the Supreme Court. And it's, like, they kind of just, like, don't give fucks anymore <laughs> Yeah, about rules. Yeah. Um, oh, God. It's fucking terrible. Not that they ever did, but. Just so much more blatant. <clears throat> so much more blatant and so much more, like. It's just so much more obvious that none of this is for the majority of the people. It's not how Americans really feel. Even conservative Americans, a lot of them support abortion as well. It's like you're just clinging yeah. to this faction of extremists in this country who are the only ones who are going to vote for you no matter what. Yeah. And the fact that the only way that these people were elected is through Republican gerrymandering. So it doesn't even reflect, like the fact that these people are making these laws, that's why it doesn't reflect the actual opinion of the people is right. because they've is made they it so that the mine Exactly, but they, they've made it so that the mi minority can still win, take over, and then change the elections change the way elections are run in order to stay in power. And it's so frustrating to watch and we can all see it happening right in front yeah. of our faces. And it's just like, so mind numbingly, it makes me so angry Yeah, because 
it's been proven time and again that the majority of people in this country are not for a complete total ban on abortion. Right. Like that's, I mean, I used to internship at the feminist majority foundation. That's why they were called the feminist majority was because the majority of people are feminists. Like, yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I have a family that's my dad's side of the family is like completely like they're very conservative. They're not religious, but they do like, like even my dad and I will like have discussions on abortion, but even him as a conservative person will like, you know, more like conservative minded will say like there is a point where it's okay like he wants to argue that it's a life at a certain number of months and I think that's more the debate among like the left and the right than the actual just idea of abortion Mm -hmm. in general you know what I mean I think it's a lot more oh yeah yeah the the argument about when life begins is such a red herring like it's it's not even relevant because It does not matter. It doesn't. It actually doesn't even matter doesn't. Uh, when life begins because the fact that it's a woman who's already conscious and living and like right. It, I've seen it. I've seen this argument of like, uh, okay, I might have organs that could save someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who needs an organ transplant, but you have. I have to consent to give my organs away even after I die Mm -hmm. so like why do I have to give up my the right to my body for this thing person that's not even really oh yeah totally a thing but even if you do think it's even if you do think it's it's a human like it still doesn't matter (laughs) yeah well I mean conservatives will disagree with you and my family will disagree with you I mean my dad's side of the family will disagree with you but yeah totally I mean I agree with you 100% it's like completely my body my choice 100 percent. but it, it just goes to show that like even though people who are against abortion most people who are against abortion on the right or a lot of them will still at the end of the day agree that there should be some level of it allowed you know and then there's like the yeah topic pregnancies and things like that and miscarriages yeah. like so many other reasons to not have a baby aside from not wanting one, you know, like know. that are and, beyond your And the control. fact that if you ban abortions, women are just going to die because yeah. they're going to get unsafe abortions and they're going to try to do it themselves. And that's that's literally what happened before Roe was legal is yeah. that 1.2 million women per year every year before Roe was enacted got illegal abortions and 5,000 women every year died from them. Ugh. And it's just so stupid because they're, it's not a huge procedure. It's not dangerous. It's very safe. It's just mind, mind-numbingly stupid <laughs> to, to ban it. It really is. Ugh. Uh, I just feel, I feel so strongly about this because I worked on a lot of, um, abortion rights and abortion access, um, projects when I was in college and then right after I moved here, um, and the whole time, like, this is, like, what everyone was afraid of and, um, we kind of were, like, it could happen, but, you know, probably not, (laughs) I mean, there were like bills. There were always, yeah. There were always bills going through that were that were like chipping away at Mm -hmm. at the right and making it harder and harder and harder. Um, but it's wild to watch it actually happening for real. It's (laughs) terrifying. Yeah. And you thought, you know, like I guess I thought there would be some level of not having to deal with this shit with, you know, Trump being gone and all that. And it's not. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is he's told us he told us he said in the debates, I'm going to nominate Supreme Court justices that will overturn Roe v. Wade. Like he said that we knew this was happening. It's just the consequences of those of what happened is only now coming to fruition. Yeah. But like. 
as soon as RBG died, I knew it was happening. I was like, "We're it's going to be gone in a matter of months. It's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, but, what do we, like, we're so ultimately helpless at the end of the day. I mean, obviously we can speak out and fight and things like that, but it's just like, what more is there that this we can is, do? I mean, they just, I, I am actually just glad that they're doing it now and not after the midterms because now they just created so many people that are single issue voters. Yeah. And we yeah. can use this to register so many people, so mm-hmm. many first time voters and really make sure that they get out for the midterms. And yeah, that's true. Like that's another reason that conservatives have been putting off um, actually like doing it because they know it's throwing a baseball into a hornet's nest. Like people yeah. are pissed off. And oh, yeah. when you get people pissed off, you get them to the polls. So, I mean, yeah, makes sense. At least they're doing it now. If they did it after the midterms, we'd be totally fucked. Jesus. Because which is then also kind of confusing as to what, like, the leak. This leak must have been done mm-hmm. by somebody. It was on the left. Well, it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out anyway within within the next eight weeks. So. That's when yeah. the official thing will come out in the next eight weeks. Oh, okay. But Jesus, what a shit show. Yeah, it's really wild. <laughs> but, Hi. you know, I don't know. I've been to <laughs> so many uh, protests about abortion rights already. Um, and for now, it's still legal. Like, mm-hmm. it is still mm-hmm. legal everywhere um the the abortion pill is actually legal currently in all 50 states um you can get it through the mail you can order it like for now for so now. stock up good. or something I don't know. yeah for now <laughs> um and i mean we yeah. have a, we have um, the privilege of living in california where things yeah you know yeah i i do f- Governor Newsom more for has Governor Newsom is actually yeah he's actually um trying to put it in the California Constitution to say that women will always have the right to abortion in California and yeah. um we're actually he's actually passing laws or our legislature the state legislature is passing laws to actually get ready for the influx of people coming from out of state yeah. Um, from other states. So we're like preparing. Okay, Newsom. There's something that you're doing. That's yeah. good. <laughs> For once. <laughs> um, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, yeah. <sighs> shit, we still got a little podcast here at the end of the day about dating. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, if you guys have any thoughts, feelings that you want to share about any of this, um, we definitely want to hear them. Uh, We have a Patreon that we're hoping uh, more of us can interact on. Uh, Because, yeah, this is going to be something that just continuously, like, we're definitely going to keep having to talk about it and deal with it until hopefully something happens in our favor. but we shall see. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. true. Um well, you got any <laughs> you got any personal life updates? Any dating <laughs> story? Yeah. Um <laughs> no. <laughs> no, actually. Basically everything has gone to shit. Um <laughs> oh. including my dating <laughs> life as well. It's pretty non-existent at oh. this point. Um, I don't know. I'm like talking to somebody who actually genuinely wants to be in a relationship. So he says, um, but we haven't met yet. Mm. We've only been texting. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm not really, I don't have my hopes up at this point. Um, (laughs) yeah. Well, just keep them coming. And eventually just keep them coming. 
Because eventually you got to run into someone that's like mildly okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the goal at this point. Like, uh, just be mildly <laughs> okay at least. <laughs> no, I'm just um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. No, I'm you'll just... find someone. Yeah, eventually. I'm. You'll I'm find not... someone that's actually into you. <laughs> yeah, I was like really obsessed. Like, I was very like into like this past month I've been like need to meet somebody I want to meet somebody and now I'm kind of over it I'm like you know what I'll meet somebody when I meet somebody I'm not being as obsessive about it uh in my thoughts or whatever in my desires I'm like you know I got a nice I like my studio apartment I got a cute little doggy I'm good mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll we'll just see what yeah. happens that's, I'm over I mean, it. that's the outlook. That's that's good. Like you're gonna be yeah. fine either way. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to meet somebody. I'm definitely yeah, definitely in that place still where I would like it, but I just know I can't force it to happen. You know, so yep. Just chilling at this point. Yeah. What about you over in uh, Relationshipville? <laughs> over in Loveland? Um, yeah. Uh, we've just been like, we've just been hanging out every weekend. And this weekend, like, I met all of his friends from like childhood. <laughs> wow. Uh, like, people that he's grown up with. And yeah, they came over. He had a pool party. It's pretty fun. And, uh, may have eaten some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. May have? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, and then. <laughs> okay. And then, okay. uh, in tears of relief, <laughs> just like cried on him. <laughs> Aww. I was like, I was like, I'm so glad that I met you. <laughs> Aww. That's beautiful. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, you can cry all you want. <laughs> Let it <Aww>. out. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. Um, yeah, so that was nice. Um, yeah, I met his friends, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> a, a, a few of his friends have been like, I've listened to your podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so... Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so hi friends. <laughs> if you're listening out there. Uh, hey. Yeah, I I sincerely have like really liked all of his friends and I feel like uh they would get along with my friends and they seem like cool people, so I don't know. Awesome. Uh, don't you love when it just works out any... like that? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. never happened to me before, but <laughs> the friends I'm enjoying it. so important. Yes, no, you should. It's great because, honestly, that was, like, the biggest issue with my ex where it felt like he couldn't really socialize with my friends very well. And it made me mm. realize that that's actually something really important to me is that if I have a boyfriend, I want them to be able to, like, chill and hang out with my friends in, like, a normal way. Yeah. It's not, like, doesn't feel forced and awkward. And it always felt, like, really forced and awkward with him. He was very, like, not able to click with my friends. Yeah. On a, like, you know, and you were, like, you were there. You understood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is I really mean, he important. He was fine. Like, he was just, like, yeah. very, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think with you and a few other people, like, he was better. Yeah. But with some of my, like, other friends, yeah. it would just be, like, he would not say anything. And it would just be so awkward. Yeah. And, like, my friends would be, like, what are yeah. you doing with this guy? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, yeah. I promise he's not like this when it's just us. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just, it, it really made me realize how important that is for, like, your partner to be able to get along with your social circle and like actually like become friends with them too and not just like tolerate them you know oh yeah like um yeah like my best friends from home they're both married but like when I've gone to visit them like like my friend's husband was like oh let's go get a drink and like we can just sit and talk and like Mm -hmm. it's 
you know, like I can be friends with their partners and um, we all get along and whatever. But yeah, I, I, so I've met so many of his friends now. I feel like I've met like all of his like really tight best friends, except for one of them. And, but he hasn't, he's only met like you and one other friend. Like he hasn't met really like <laughs> any of my friends. So I'm still like, I okay, don't know. still working but on that. It seems like, it seems like he can hold his own for the most part in like social situations, which is something that I like. Yeah, uh, that's very important Need. to me. I want someone yeah. who can be social and not need me to babysit them. Yep, because um, I've been with people. I've been with people and dated people who like in social situations, they like sit in the corner and they like want you to just talk to them the whole time. And like, they don't like talking to other people. And I'm like, I'm a very social person and mm -hmm. I can talk to strangers and just like, whatever. Um, so that's important to me. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, and I think, I think he'll be fine, but we'll see. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. It's chill. Everything has been, everything's just been working out really great. <laughs> and I, we both are like, and you're okay, like freaking what's out a the little? catch here? Yeah. We both have like talked to each other and said like, okay, what's the catch here? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah, well, maybe there is why? no catch. You know? <laughs> maybe it's just working out. Or the catches, that. or the catch. I mean, obviously neither of us are perfect. We both right. know that, but it's just like, Whatever the problem is, like, it's, like, a lesser thing than, like, all mm -hmm. of the positives, maybe. Right, hopefully. right, right. I think, I mean, it's still new. Like, you guys need to have, like, your first fight or something. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, and we said that there. we're like, we're going to fight. We're, we've already talked mm -hmm. about it. We're like, we're going to get in fights, but, like, we're going to talk through it and figure it out. And, like, oh, that's good. You've, like, um, already discussed. And as long as we're both like fighting for the relationship and not like trying to win, mm -hmm. uh, it'll be fine. There you go. So. Wow, look at that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I, I'm like, I don't know how you just showed up in my life like out of nowhere. <laughs> That's always how it is. Uh, That's how I hear everybody always talk about it. It's just boof out of nowhere. And it was perfect. And that's, that's what's happening. I so many <laughs> of my friends, like my friend got it's married. It's happening. Yeah. My friend got married within like three months of meeting her current partner. And it's like, oh my goodness. Like it really does just happen like that for some people. Uh, not everybody, but like yeah. for a lot of people. For yeah. You know, it can it can happen. That's the it thing. Can. It's, like, it's not impossible. <laughs> right. And it really is just like when it clicks, it clicks sort of a thing. Yeah. It yeah. just like makes sense. I don't know how to describe it. Um, um, actually, that but anyway. Would, yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a good transition into what we're going to talk about in the next half of the episode about green flags. Mm -hmm. Uh, green yeah. flags. Let's. Why don't we uh, take a little break and get right on that? And we're back. We're talking about green flags, and we asked our Patreons, patrons. <laughs> I always fuck that up. <laughs> we asked our patrons, uh, what are their green flags? And we got some responses. So let's uh, let's read some of those. Yes, we got some comments over on the Patreon um, about asking about the green flags. So here's one. Big green flag for me is when a partner shows support opposed to avoidance to my display of emotions. Whether it's crying from anxiety or overly giddy excitement, a partner that can support and encourage my outward emotional expression shows that they can accept me fully and sit with discomfort. Yeah. I love that. That's a big one. 
That's huge. And that's such a great way of wording it. Yes. I don't know if people want me to say their names. So I'll just avoid it. Yeah. I guess we didn't we didn't specify either way. Let us know in the future, patrons, if you want your name to be said or not. Um, Yeah, I think that's huge. And it displays uh, their own personal growth, because Mm -hmm. if you are triggered by other people's emotions and if them being angry or sad or whatever, like really affects you to the point where you try not to deal with it mm-hmm. like you got some working to do on yourself oh yeah so, or if it makes you want to run away or think you can't handle it it's like terrible it's like relax it's just emotions <laughs> it's just you know all emotions are temporary you know um, but yeah, yeah I think that's a great green flag <laughs> um, another one we got was actually Replies to messages in a timely manner right there with you. It's such an obvious thing, but when I started seeing my boyfriend, I was blown away by the experience of not having to wonder whether I will hear from him. It's simple. If they are interested, they will make themselves available to you. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) It's so true. And you just forget because... In, when you're dating and you're single, you just run into so many people that are avoidant and so many people that don't make don't make the time for you. And mm-hmm. so then you start to internalize it and think that it's normal. And it's yeah. not. <laughs> totally. I mean, literally, I just had to learn this yet again for the millionth time mm-hmm. during the last month where I was dealing with that guy. Like, it's just uh, if they want it, they will let you know you know and letting you know Mm -hmm. is having a conversation with you wanting to make plans responding to what you say like exactly uh, I think the biggest thing is when they say something like oh we should go and go record shopping later I'll I'll hit you up when I'm done mm -hmm. with this thing and then they you never hear from them yeah (laughs) like the the follow part that's the shit I hate yeah huge Follow through because totally. I ran into I ran into that so many times where they would say something like, oh, yeah, let's hang out later and do blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, OK. And then I'm waiting for them or like not even waiting, but like in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, maybe that'll happen later. But and then they yeah. never. And then it creates actually this follow anxiety. Up. And then it's like. Yeah, because it's you're like, wait, for do I take you seriously who... or not? Yeah, and like that kind of shit happens all the time where like it creates it makes me suddenly anticipate something and then like wonder yeah. in that silence where we're not talking. It's like okay, they initiated, they said they wanted to do this thing, they like put it all out there and I just responded, but now I'm the one waiting on them and now I'm the one suddenly anxious and wanting to make this happen even though they fucking started yeah. it. <laughs> You know, it yeah, creates that exactly. anxious attachment style. It like fuels the anxiety yeah. in such a shitty, yeah. annoying way. Ugh, I hate it so yeah. much. I I mean, the guy that I was like sort of dating right before Kyle, he did that to me. Like he was like, we were hanging out and then he was like, oh, let's like do this. Like, oh, we should go to this thrift store and then like do go record shopping later. I'll like hit you up. And then just never heard from him. And then the next day I even was like, oh, like I saw this record that I really want. Like I really want to go there. And then he like didn't respond till the next day and was like, oh, did you get that record? Oh my God. And I was and at that and at that point I was like, I'm done with you. I was yeah. like, I can obviously see that you are so unavailable. Like mm-hmm. I could have kept like younger me would have kept being like, no, let's hang out. Like maybe he's just busy, like maybe blah, 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 you know, and giving him a pass. But after that, I was like, you're at the absolute bottom of my list. Like, I don't give a fuck about you anymore. (laughs) I mean, for me, it's not that easy to suddenly not have those emotions anymore. Like I still am like feeling like, I don't know. I can't 
write people off so easily, I guess, which is why it's always been more of a complication for me because it's like if I really like had high hopes for somebody and then they like are showing me the signals that they're not that into it or they're Mm -hmm. not making themselves available. It's like, I can't suddenly be like, okay, bye bye. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to cut that off quickly. Um, so for me, it, it tends to drag a little longer, but I do eventually cut them off. It's just like, there's a little bit more of that, like, you know, maybe I just just try one more time or like, I just got so fucking fed up. I was just like, and I did, I was excited about that guy. I actually did like him. Yeah. And then he said that. And then one other thing that was concerning and I was yeah. like, fine, bye. Right. <laughs> and yeah, then he I shows mean, up, <laughs> he yeah. shows up later and is like, oh, am I DJ set? <laughs> Same guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now that he realizes he, uh. Missed his opportunity. A month later. A month later. A month silence, later. Silence. But a month later just shows up and like. Yeah. Well, for a booty call. And I'm like, I mean, at one time I would have entertained it, but. Right, right, right. Not, not, not. The, they not just will involved. waste your time. Totally. 100%. They will waste your time. <sighs> it's so true. They really do. Anyway. What's anyway. the next green flag? <laughs> yeah, let's get on to this next green flag. Um, okay, this one's short and sweet. Has a cat or dog? Okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I fuck with that. Uh, yeah. I love that. And, but, you know, treats their, and, and treats their dog or cat nicely. Yeah, for me, it's not some has people to have that- one. Some people that have dogs and cats, like, they don't, they're, like, sometimes I've seen guys treat animals in a certain way, and I'm like, mmm. Right. Yeah. That's the bigger one for me. Like, they don't necessarily have to have a dog or cat, but to, like, to know that they have, like, good feelings towards animals and think animals are cute and things like that, like, that's important to me. Like, wanting to see a dog video, like... Just having that affinity yeah. for animals, I think, for me, is more important. Yeah. Like, not doesn't necessarily have to have one as a pet, because <laughs> I know a lot of people can't handle yeah. it or whatever. But having that, like, actually, affection. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess I've... I wouldn't uh, totally discount someone if they said they didn't like cats, because... My mm. whole thing on that is like pe- people that don't like cats haven't been around my cats, <laughs> <laughs> and they have, or usually they haven't been around any cats at all, and they don't know what they're like. They just have this idea of them being like standoffish and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if they spend time around like cats that are kind of like a dog, <laughs> then they're, right. they're always like people who who don't like cats. They come to my house. They're like, I hate cats, but I like this one. <laughs> Right, right, right. You're talking about Tobias. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he even plays fetch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And pers- I'm not a huge cat person. Like, I don't hate cats, but I don't think I could ever really have yeah. one as a pet. Like, I love dogs. Um, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Gotta have some sort of, for me, it's All more, right. I think the root of it is more like, empathy for other lives like <laughs> you know yeah. like other creatures and like I think it just says yeah. more about like your so capacity that they're not for like yeah you're just not heartless I guess not being a complete psychopath yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly um, like a diagnosed psychopath <laughs> <laughs> yeah because they're just so great um okay we got one more As for green flags, I think being in alignment with what we actually want out of dating is one that I need to look for more instead of the quote unquote, we'll see what happens mentality. So for me, that means generally see me seeking and ready to be in a long-term relationship. Should be obvious, but it's often hard to resist the ones who just aren't sure what they want. Yep. Yep. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. have been stuck in that trap so mm-hmm. many times. Over and, and over. And 
I used to get so in my head about it of like, when's the right time to ask them what they're looking for? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And the truth is like, I, I think that t- ask it, the timing of asking, I mean, now people are like just saying it on the first date. Mm-hmm. I think before people were like a little bit more skittish, but like, let's just, after the pandemic, people are not wasting time. Like, yeah. let's just get it out of the way. Um, I used to like just hem and haw over like, oh, maybe I should ask him and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then I would wait like months and then it, they'd be like, oh, what? I'm not looking for anything serious. Oh my God. Well, or just like, or months to ask like, what's going on here? You know, this is why I sometimes like can, having an anxious attachment style is because I'm not physically able to be with somebody for that long without knowing what it like. I need to blurt it out. <laughs> Within at least like the first few weeks. Like, I'm like, what is this? What are we? Well, (laughs) do you love me? (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm thinking specifically of the photographer that we both dated. Oh, Um, (laughs) right, 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 right. Yes. And he, but he had already told me in so many words that he was unavailable, but I just didn't, I didn't Mm -hmm. register. Like I was, you know, I was like, no, but like he'll change his mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like, you know, he went on this big trip and came back and I like took I took him to the airport and picked him up and like took care of his car while he was gone and all this stuff. And like he came back and then that day I was just like, hey, what's going on with us? Like and he was just like, oh, we're having this conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh no. And I was like. I was devastated at the time, but like, that's your answer. Like, I I don't think you should be scared to ask in the first few dates. Like, what is what is your right intentions? What are you looking for? Blah blah blah. And like, don't be afraid of asking it because even if they're like, I don't know, or if they get how they react is the answer. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're like, oh, you know, you can just tell, yeah, from their body language and everything like how yeah, they feel and but I don't thinking, think waiting I don't right but what if I don't it's, think I'm waiting saying, is gonna change it right 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 oh no that's a thousand percent true um but my interpretation of this was more like if it's like like before you're even really getting to know each other like it's like the first date maybe mm-hmm. you know because yeah. this happens to mm-hmm. me a lot where I'll be like on a first date with yeah. somebody and it'll be more vague. It won't be like, I'm looking for yeah. a relationship, but it'll be like, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to see where things go. And I'm just, you mm-hmm. know, kind of open to everything like that kind of, you know, what, like, how do you interpret that? Because for me, mm-hmm. I can be a little more lenient, but I know that at the end of the day, like, that's probably like, let's be real. At the end of the day, if we really want to stick to this mentality of like only dating people who want to say, at least in LA, if you are like, I'm only going to date men who are telling me right off the bat that they are looking for a long-term relationship, you are not going to meet anybody for a long amount of time. (laughs) Like you will just essentially have no dating life is the reality of that. It's true. It's true. You will have absolutely no dating life. Yeah. And like, how long do you entertain that? (laughs) You know? Right. How long do you entertain these guys that don't know what they're looking for? And like, oh, I'm just dating around to see, like, how long. I mean, that's something that you just have to decide for yourself. Like, I will put yeah. up with this for a week or I'll put that right, up with right. this for two weeks or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just how much time are you willing to waste? <laughs> exactly. I think. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. How much time are you willing? And, like, um, I guess having I, a self-awareness I I- while you do it of, like, yeah, this probably could be a waste of my time, but you know, whatever. I got nothing else going on, you know, like <laughs> that kind of a thing. I think is yeah. fine, and I'm saying that because I do it all the time. Yeah, so. <laughs> and it's like prioritizing that person. Like, how does that a, a person who doesn't see like because I was dating so many people right before this, I got my boyfriend, and like most of them were so unavailable and they were just like fun times and I was like that's okay and I had totally 
I was like, oh, this person is for, he's like a good friend and we hang out. But like also sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. we hook up for, for fun. And like, you know, I had all, I had all these people in different categories, <laughs> and, but they, depending on how they act, you can change category, you know, like, oh, yeah, this person seems actually more promising. And then Things they move to the top change. of your list. And that's when it gets more complicated. But, but I do think it is a red flag if uh got if the person is like, "Oh, I I don't know what I'm looking for. I have no idea." Cuz that yeah. just tells me that like you haven't dated enough people <laughs> and you haven't thought about it. And if you and I was that person for a long time. Like I when people would ask me, I'd be like, Oh, I don't know. I'm just like down for whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And if, but if you don't have a real image in your head about like what you want your future to look like and what you're ready for, like, then I'm just going to assume that you're only here for a hookup or like casual shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I feel like a lot of men probably would disagree with me on this. (laughs) Uh, because I think there a lot of them just like don't think about it. <laughs> probably don't. But for like, me, that was don't think about their future in a way that we do. Probably because realistically, yeah, there is they like go a on just like feelings. A, yeah, and I mean, I think we're just we That's have a my bit problem more of a timeline in mind, especially if you want to mm-hmm. have kids and stuff. It's like can't yeah. really dilly dally that much. Yeah, I think a lot of. I think I learned a big thing when I figured out that I could choose who I am attracted to romantically. Like I have a choice. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I I dated people that I was like, "Oh, I could fall in love with this person if I let myself do that." <laughs> mm-hmm. But the fact that they have all of these things like that we're not looking for the same things that they never want kids that like, you know, and then I was like, I can't do it. I need to not do that. Yeah. Um, and then the fact that like when you meet someone that does have the things that you want and like wants the same things like, oh, I'm going to choose to love this person. I'm going to choose to fall in love with them. Like mm. that was a huge lesson instead of like, I don't know, whatever happens, happens. And like, let my feelings decide. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I think I mean, obviously, there has to be a tra- an, an attraction there. Right. In the first That's the place. thing. But, I just don't think but it's you black do... and white in any way, shape, or form. Like, it's not no. this or that. Like, there's always oh, no. stuff in between. There's always gray areas. There's always, like, a little bit of this, a little bit of, of that. You know, like, it's a little bit of, let's see what happens, a little bit of, like, we're making a choice to do this. You know what I mean? I always think it's, like, yeah. little column A, little column B. Um but I definitely think there should be more awareness. I, I don't think a lot of people talk about that aspect of dating or romance. I think most of the way we view they romance don't. and are taught romance is that it's like, it's, it's such a physical thing. And it's like such a like, it's a feeling. Yeah. It's, a, it's all based on yeah. like your raw emotions and what your heart and your gut, everything, you know, mm-hmm. it's never... Yep. You know, if you have to think about it, then it's not right or whatever. Like the yeah. brain is taken and if you have out to of tell it. someone if you have to tell the other person what you want, they should just read your mind because they should right. just like show up with flowers at your door. And that's romance for real. Totally. You don't even have to t- say anything. And that's total yeah. bullshit that we've been fed by Disney and like romance, romance novels and <laughs> Right, right. Just it's so baked into our culture that like that's what love is. And it's once you can start getting away from that and like thinking outside of that box, Mm -hmm. it's uh, very liberating. Yeah, completely. I mean, love is work. You know, at the end of the day, it takes conscious work where you have to have discussion like none of that's romantic i get it but like Mm -hmm. gotta have discussions you've gotta like 
talk things out and really in your mind actively think about mm-hmm. what this interact like what this connection is and yeah. where you both want to take it like it does take a lot of like yeah what's seen as like clinical or like boring or whatever or too mm-hmm. like you know dry it's so unromantic but it's it's so necessary mm-hmm. my thing my the thing that i i learned just from like the contrast of like everyone i was dating before and the person i'm dating now it was like uh whenever i would bring up stuff like that the other ones would be so uncomfortable they would mm. just get tongue tied like they wouldn't know even what to say they'd be like yeah. well uh ooh, ooh, ooh. and now it's like he's like oh no this is what i want this is what i want these are the lessons i've learned uh i'm choosing to do this uh yeah i love you like this is like when we do this what do you want to do like you know and it's just like very it's so easy and matter of fact and i was just like blown away by that that he's able to even it's not work because everyone before that Everyone before that Terrified. has been like so cagey about mm-hmm. it and just like, ooh, uh, I don't, avoidance. I don't know. I've it's been hurt once and like, right. <laughs> and it's it, really like, and I used to be like, oh, well, I, I can understand that. That's okay. Like, let's just give him room. And now I'm like, no, that is your answer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like how they react is the answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it just goes to show, like, when you're dealing with somebody who has, like, a secure attachment style versus avoidant, like, it's just so obvious. Finally, like, when you're with a secure person, how obvious it is that, like, these conversations don't yeah. have to be hard. They don't have to be shitty. They can actually be, like, fun. You know, they can be, like, yeah. eye-opening and you can, they can be constructive. Every, I I joke that, like, every time we get drunk, we just, like, discuss major life decisions. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, did we just discuss, like, moving in together last night? Is that something we just did? Damn. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's that the emotions that I had when I first, even still, like, just going through this is, like, was, like, almost disappoint. I'm trying to think of the right emotion to say it was like a little bit of just like frustration at myself that I allowed Mm. so many other people that were clearly uninterested Mm -hmm. in me (laughs) to even be around. I was like, Oh my God, I wasted so much fucking time with these people that didn't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I had fun with them and they served a purpose for me and whatever. But I was just like, oh, my God, I got so broken up about these people who are clearly. I don't know that I had a big revelation with that. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I get that a little too well. (laughs) (laughs) Just I know, but it's and it works like it's lonely. Yeah, exactly. You, you need it's something just... to occupy your time. Like, you know, yeah. I like going on dates. And even yeah. though it's like pretty obvious that they're not feeling it in a way that I want them to, it's like, well, what else was I going to do tonight? You know, watch yeah. eight more episodes of Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the fact is, you still have to put yourself out there because. They're not going to meet you <laughs> when you're at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I wish Sadly. that was the case. I mean, uh, they could, but that's a whole different kind of <laughs> meetup. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Exactly. Well, I uh, think we've got our episode for today. Yeah. Any, any other green flags that you can think of, Allison, or that you want to... <laughs> I think we've been through we've we've beaten yeah. this okay. topic to death. <laughs> I think we've got all the green flags out there. And I know there's more. There's got to be more, but I don't got them. Mhm. Liking me back. That's my biggest green flag. <laughs> Wanting to be in love with me. Huge green flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
well, here's one. Uh, my, for me personally, this doesn't apply for everyone, but um, when I discovered that my boyfriend also loves popcorn, I was like, we're going to get along. <laughs> Popcorn's my favorite food. So. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Those are just like, those are just like, the, those are just sprinkles, but you know. <laughs> right, right, right. Little baby green flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Popcorn is good. Although I don't like when it gets stuck in my teeth. The little like kernel mm-hmm. flakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but I've dated have... people that hated popcorn and I was like, what the fuck oh, is wrong fun. with you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. Yeah. Like for honestly, me, food is me. a big deal. Like being able to like eat a lot of the same things and like enjoying the same foods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it actually is kind of important. Because I like yeah. to eat. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, okay. that's uh that's the end of our green flags episode um join the patreon if you want to join the conversation patreon.com slash by felipe pod it's five bucks a month another question yeah five bucks a month you get you get bonus content you get early access to stuff you're gonna get uh the single episodes for the old for the v single heads from the past we are slowly uploading episodes from we'll the have even podcast. more episodes to binge and we're going to be hanging out in there. You can ask us questions and like comment on the episodes and, um, you know, we'll read your comments. Yeah, I'm going to we're actually going to post a new question for the community, the little Patreon community right now, actually. So if you want to know what that is, head on in, get on in there. All right. That's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Bye. If you liked the episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and or share it with a friend. If you really want to support us, subscribe to our Patreon, where you can access early commercial-free episodes, weekly mini-episodes, and unlock the full back catalog of bonus content. Submit a question or story to our number, 323-435-6919. Special thanks to our producer, Jack, for creating all of the original music. Music.